medium woman voice. <laughs> um, throaty fix. Uh, we're calling. Yeah, throaty fixin. Thank you. But um, yeah, today the president of the of all of the university, like um, of all of Waterloo, came, and I didn't know he was coming. Excuse me. And uh, so did an MP who like runs all of the the parliament for small business and entrepreneurs, and she Whoa. showed up. And so like my. Uh, the principal of the school that I work for was just like, Christy, get your camera, get your camera. But like, I didn't want to take pictures of these people eating. And the president of the university kept like glaring at me because I was snapping pictures. And I was like <laughs> trying to tell him with my eyes that I was sorry. But I think it came off more as why aren't you looking nice for the pictures? <laughs> <laughs> And I was just like, I don't know. I don't know what I'm supposed to do. I don't know how I'm supposed to communicate with you that I'm sorry. You need to like nah. wear a sign that's like, this is my job. I'm supposed to do this. <laughs> yeah, the MP's aide came up to me. She wouldn't even let me talk to the MP at first. She was like, um, excuse me, who do you work for? And I was like, I, I work I work for the school. And she was like, oh, oh, okay, you can talk to her. And like, <laughs> I was just like... I don't need to talk to her. I just need to take a picture. I just need to immortalize her with my lens. So now we need to decide whether or not you want us to actually use that minute and a half that you just talked about that for. <laughs> I don't think I did anything. I said anything wrong. I don't think you even said where you work, so it should be fine. No, uh, she said what? She yeah, said what? Oh, yeah. Yeah. But it wasn't like I no they were they were like really nice people. I just I hate taking pictures of people when they're eating. I feel yeah. like it's rude and I didn't want to push that on them so I felt kind of awkward. It wasn't that I was like upset. I just didn't know how to not be awkward and like be like, "Hey, you're eating soup." <laughs> it's the worst food you could be eating for me to take pictures yeah. of. You got you got <laughs> some on your chin. Stupid slurpy faces. I know. <laughs> so I was just like, "What do I do?" <laughs> it was very stressful. That's awesome. Um, we're going to try this again. So this is round two. Uh, <laughs> welcome to Dance Robot Dance, episode 26, everybody. Uh, I'll be your host tonight. I'm Mark. I'm here with Tim. Heyo. Christy's here this time. Sup, 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 sup. I didn't call her Alicia. We're doing all right. Yeah. Why would you, uh, how good, would good you even start. call me Alicia? She, does, she has never been a part of the introduction before. So uh, no, because we were, just, we were just talking about, about like our Tim and I's like apparently so it should be polyamorous will, relationship or, yeah. or will, they, will they won't they thing <laughs> i love how yesterday in our like our chat you were just like you know their whole will they won't they thing and mark was like who's the will they won't they and it was like 10 seconds before tim and i were both just like you and tim you <laughs> what's wrong with you i'm in denial what do you want from me well, I don't want you to put out into the world that Tim and I have a will they, won't they? I don't want to get scalped. <laughs> well, that's why it was in our private chat, so <laughs> like the world didn't need to know about it. But now you put it on the podcast, and yeah, I will leave this in. It deserves to be. It deserves to be on the podcast. Will they, won't they? The world <laughs> wants to know. The chances are probably yes. At some point, it will happen. Drunkenly. <laughs> yep. Ew. Yep. I can't post little gifts of shit docking now. I don't have anything. It doesn't work in the oh, audio that format. Oh, docking? I thought you were yeah. just showing me space satellites. It was two probes docking. Yeah. I was like, I guess he likes Star Trek. Yeah. I like, yeah, I like space things, I guess. Oh, oh you That's sweet summer about. child, Christy. Oh, Christy. Hmm. Didn't get it. I know Tim got it. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I just seriously, I was like, is that phallic? Because they're that's, both spaceships? That's why I posted <laughs> That was why I picked that one. 
And that's why I posted <laughs> Slurp right after it. Yeah, that was gross. Uh, I thought it was. Yeah. I thought maybe. I thought maybe in a distant reality, it was just the sound of oil leaking from those space stations. <laughs> but there's no sound in space. Poor space oil. In space, yeah, you can't hear Slurp. So yeah, so why make the sound? <laughs> can't hear talking. <laughs> in space, no one can hear you talk. Yeah, that's the tagline yeah, for the porn version the of, episode, of yeah. Scott's <laughs> Alien. <laughs> The gay porn version of Ridley Scott's <laughs> Alien. <laughs> with that, with that, like really amazing, like creepy sound effects under it. They're like, Doo! yeah, exactly. <laughs> Whoo! Oh, Exciting funny. times. How are you guys doing this week? I'm good. I'm tired. I think we're all tired this week. It's been a busy week. Yeah, it's been a busy week for everybody. But it's been a busy week. All right, so we're gonna get right into the news. I picked some stuff up. Um. It's a lot of DC news, so Tim will be very happy. Yeah. Yeah. Um, we talked last week about Ben Affleck hemming and hawing about directing the Batman movie. And he's now come out and said that he will be directing the Batman movie. Hey, Benny. Yeah. So he's like kind of rehat, like rescinded his last week's statement. So it looks like Ben Affleck will indeed be directing his himself in the Batman for... When it'll happen, no, it's still up in the air. But most of those movies, I think, are still kind of up in the air, aren't they? Like, yeah. yeah, they don't really have anything except for Justice League and Wonder Woman solidly. And Flash, um, yeah, but they don't, still don't have a director for Flash. Last I heard, no, yeah, but it, that, it's one of the ones I think. Besides Wonder Woman and Justice League, it's the one that's kind of furthest along in the development process. Yeah, it's kind of hard to like get a movie made without a director. They should just hire Kevin Smith. He does such good work on the TV show. Yeah, they should. But, nope. I'd watch the shit out of a comic book movie directed by Kevin Smith, even if it wouldn't be like it would be like fucking like amateurly shot, but the dialogue would be amazing. Yeah, but you got to figure like if they have that kind of big team around him, like somebody they could get yeah. a DP that would make it work and just let him deal with the character stuff and just like yeah. cause that's what they do on the TV show, really, right? Like he just shows up and like talks to the actors from what he says on his podcast. He's like, yeah, I just show up, and make sure all the acting is good. And I let the effects guys and camera guys just kind of yeah. do what they do. Yeah. Like, good for you, buddy. Surround yourself by good people. It's the way to do shit. Exactly. Um, so there is more DC stuff. Like, Wonder Woman, uh, they've confirmed who the villain will be this week. Oh, who is it? It's going to be Ares. Oh, yeah. I did see that. Did you see that? Yeah. That'll be good, I think. I mean, that he's... They've had some really good storylines with him in the last like couple of years. Like the New Fifty Two, uh, Wonder Woman stuff, which was I think Brian Azzarello. Yeah, when he started, uh, he started. He's the one who started it when he came. They came back with New Fifty Two. Yeah. I don't know. If he's, is he still on the book? Uh, no, uh, it's oh. um, oh fuck, Bennett now, Marguerite Bennett. I think no, right. Uh, he she followed him up. She's she's not still on the book too, is she? Uh, no, I don't think so. It's it's like a husband and wife uh, team right now, I think. But I can't remember. I've got it, like, right behind me. I could, like, fucking dig out the most recent issues. It's one of those ones that's publishing bi-monthly right now. Um, oh, is it? Yeah. Uh, so I think they've got the same writing team doing both issues a month, and then maybe a different art team uh, on the... Because one is like a, a origin story, and then the other one is a like modern day story. Okay. Uh, yeah, I can't find who's 
drawing and writing right now. But either way, that's like if he's been kind of the main protagonist for the last couple of years. That, that that makes sense that he'd be in the movie. So, oh, for a long time. I mean, uh, basically, he was a pretty big villain in the George Perez incarnation as well. So, I definitely that's think true. there's some good yeah. stuff that they could do there. Good, and it makes sense. It ties her into all that Greek mythology, which is what they should be doing anyway, as opposed yeah. to doing something bizarre, whatever, too superhero-y. Like, tie her into that Greek myth stuff and let it go. Yeah, it'll be really nice to get sort of a more mythological, sort of supernatural take on the DC Universe in the movies, because so far it's basically just been, you know, science and uh, vigilante kind of stuff. Yeah, aliens and vigilantes are basically the only DC movies we've ever really gotten. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. And they never really touched that other stuff. And they yeah. like, well, I guess this Hellblazer. Why well, was it? Well, it wasn't Hellblazer. Constantine count? No, that was <laughs> so far removed from actual Constantine. Plus, it wasn't in a shared universe. No, that's true. So. Uh, but I just gotta like bring up the fact that for some reason somebody at some point thought that Keanu Reeves, black-haired Southern Californian Keanu Reeves, would be a good John Constantine. Yeah. Interesting times. <laughs> Which does lead us into our next little bit of news. Um, all the CW shows for uh, DC TV have been renewed. Woo-hoo! Which is very exciting. All four shows are getting picked up again. And, and also, uh, their whole week is rounded out because Supernatural is coming back for a 13th season. Is it? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm I've very still excited. never seen it. Me neither. It's a fun show. I like I'll it. Get I think we've talked about it. it. Yeah, there's a lot of archive shock there, though. Yeah, man. That, that, especially thirteen seasons, and it, like even from the statement that I saw when like I saw the the article about Supernatural itself getting renewed, the uh, the head of the CW is like, as long as the boys want to do it, I'm going to keep it on the air. The ratings are awesome, so yeah. I'm like, this show could go on forever. <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah, it's like twenty up twenty seasons of Supernatural. I think yeah. boys will be in their the boys will be in their like mid forties or some shit like that. Which one's gonna? Uh, it's, they're gonna be in like. In a battle with uh, fucking Simpsons for the longest running show, or like well, so at that far. point, at that point, like I don't even know what else they could fight anymore. Like they've literally had, like they've literally taken on God and the devil at this point. Like I don't know where they go from <laughs> mm-hmm. here. So I'm just like, I guess just call it a day. But <laughs> nope, keep going. <laughs> to me, like for for a show that is called Supernatural, I think 13 is a good year to go out though. Like I would call it quits after that, that year. True. Like they're gonna. If you're going to get to 13, like, okay, go get to 13 and then, like, blow it everything out and then call it a day. Like, that would be the number I would go out on at this point. If you weren't going to go out, like, when they should have ended in season five or go season six and, like, do the devil thing and mm. call it a day. Yeah. If you're going to get all the way the fuck out to season 13. Yeah. But, Seriously. I don't know. It sounds like it might still keep going after that. So, I was just baffling. <laughs> But yeah, there was also so like all the other CW shows got raw. The, the CW shows we care about. And I don't know about if there's anything the else. CW, the, the Flareover yeah. shows. Yeah, the Flareover shows all got renewed. So Flash is coming back. Obviously, I don't think there was any doubt in anybody's mind. The Flash <laughs> at least would get picked up. Um, Arrow, Legends of Tomorrow, and Supergirl will all be back. There was a thing this week about the uh, the head of the CW saying there was no actual plans for a Superman show. Unfortunately, I did see that. Yeah. Which kind of bummed me out, because it would be really nice to have him. They should do a miniseries or something, at least. Yeah, I mean, I, I don't want them to saturate, because then, like, there's definitely, we're in a bubble right now for comic book mm-hmm. TV shows, and I don't want to get to the point where people get burnt out on that, so I think that maybe they give Supergirl her run and see how long they can make that last for, and then maybe give it a couple years and then do a Superman show. I don't think, I don't think there's really 
a, a market for both at the same time, unless they're really heavily tied to each other. Yeah, I do quite like him as Superman, so it would be it would be nice to see him keep going. But it would, whatever, mm. as long as he if he becomes more like a regular on Supergirl, I'd be happy at least. Like where he wasn't like, always yeah. kind of removed. Season one, like you've, now you've seen it, so like that the way they treat Superman, where he's kind of like there but not there, mm-hmm. was was kind of annoying. So I was yeah. like, when they finally brought him in, I was like, oh thank God, like that's yeah, it's much easier. It makes me much happier to deal with that character that way. Yeah, yeah. Where he's just kind of out of town and will show up if things get too hairy, as opposed to like the world is literally caving in on itself and Superman is on the planet. But no, yeah. he, Supergirl's going to handle it. Like that's not really how this kind of shit works, guys. Like, yeah. there's Kryptonians on the planet and he's not getting involved. Why not? Like, yeah, make, that that made no sense to me whatsoever. No, I did. I did like the sort of uh, discussion they have where, like, you know, part of it is that he's sort of just trying to let her make her own way in the world kind of thing yeah. and, which is good i like that take yeah it's 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 total like it makes total tv show that doesn't want to bring the guest star back too much sense yeah. so oh, i but. really liked the way that they did uh cyborg they did not lean into the way that they've uh done it in the comics recently they went sort of way back and did like the old school cyborg superman yeah i noticed that too yeah and that, pretty awesome yeah that was pretty good yeah no the shows have all been really good so happily they're all renewed um there was a little bit of other. There was a little one other thing. Uh, the Arrow executive producer at the, this week said that it's really hard to do a Green Arrow show without Black Canary, which makes me laugh. And now all the uh, what do you call them? All the Allicity fans are really wanting uh, Felicity to become the Black Canary, and I'm just like, please God, no, please God, she, no. Did you see? Are you up to date on Arrow? Uh, I might be two episodes behind. No, I know she's back. Laura Lance is back. Yeah, well, I mean, she showed up like in the very last scene before the midseason fin- or at the okay, yeah, midseason finale. But I'm not sure if it's her, or if it's a doppelganger, or whatever, or if it's some comic book bullshit or whatever. Or they showed what's her name too, right? Like they showed um, her Earth one, two, three, four, thirty-eight counterpart. Like, whatever. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's true. So it could be it could be a multiple Earths thing. Although I thought at this point they were going to start splitting up that stuff and not letting each show do all that crap all the time. But yeah. I guess if they want to get her back on the show, then that's a way to do it. So, I think Christy's falling asleep. Not Probably. here. <laughs> um, she doesn't. She doesn't watch any of these shows, so she doesn't care about our yeah. nerd bullshit. No, I'm we, just we gotta have we gotta have other Mark on sometimes, since I know he watches most of those. Yeah, so we can for sure. Do a proper episode oh, sorry. on. Sorry. Maybe <laughs> when the uh, maybe when the season's all finale out, we can do an episode about those shows and have yeah. Mark on. Sometimes, yeah, yeah in the summer, be something better than I would at this point. But it's all good. I'm enjoying listening. <laughs> yeah, no. The shows are good. You should. You probably like. You like Supergirl and the Flash. I think for sure. I watched yeah. two episodes of Supergirl, and you know what? The first one, I was like, eh. and then I watched it again, and it was, it was okay. You were in some of our group chats early on, like when it first premiered, though, and I was like, you got to muscle through the first four or five episodes to kind of get into it. Like, yeah. I think I said that to Tim and Eric at some point, where I was like, yeah, I'm watching it, but it, like the first couple episodes don't quite find their feet at first, and like the whole season's not amazing. It's much better this year. Yeah, that it? it was. Yeah, it's just really like good this year. just like Mass Effect, Christy. Just got to oh, power yeah. through that first couple hours. Yeah, man. Yeah, yeah. exactly. So there you go. <laughs> Which I still haven't done, so I'll get back to it eventually. I'm um, so disappointed. Just a second. Thank you for the cheese. <laughs> so long, and thanks for all the cheese. Yeah. Um. Thank you for the cheese. I'm it's assuming Mark so number two is in the room. <laughs> yeah, because he he's singing. <laughs> No, that was I can hear him. Singing. He went, no. 
Oh, okay. <laughs> I, hear, I heard him in the background. That's okay. Yeah, well, he's, he's not moving boxes around and cleaning and shit. It's hard to tell when he's around in these days. It's true. He's been quiet lately. <laughs> it's kind of nice, actually. <laughs> <laughs> he's had a rough to edit the shit out of your, your audio track every week. Rude. Yeah, sorry. Um, the 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 biggest news that I that I, th- I think came out of the CW renewals though is the fact that they're going to they're adding a Constantine animated series with Matt Ryan as the voice. Yeah, that's. I'm. I mean, I'm glad that they're bringing that back, but uh, I'm wondering how they're going to do it as an animated series. If they're going to do it sort of same tone as the live action, or if they're going to lighten it up a little bit because it's animated, we'll see. Yeah, um, I'm just happy Matt Ryan's still playing the character at least, and it does yeah. kind of if he's still there and at least quasi contracted to them, it does lead to like he could be on Legends, like become mm-hmm. a character on Legends, or if like they decide to kill one of the other shows and they want to add another CW show, like bring Constantine back do and treat it properly, show or something like that. Or well, I think they're still doing that movie, aren't they? Is that still on the docket? Uh, animated movie, I think the Justice League Dark movie, I think is an animated movie. I thought they were still working on the the live action. Like I keep hearing rumors about it kind of coming and going, but I don't know if it's still like actively on like hmm. a production schedule anywhere. Well, apparently as of last August it was a go, but the DCEU like extended stuff is starting to get a little nebulous at this point, like with yeah. directors coming and going on stuff and them not being sure about like, oh, are we going to do a Green Lantern or are we not going to bother like yeah, blah blah, blah like that kind of stuff. So. I'm definitely not taking uh, their schedule as uh, solidly as I'm taking Marvel's schedule. I think Marvel's like they're fucking killing it. Mm-hmm. Um, well, they've they've shuffled their schedule a little bit, but not too much. Not as badly as DC has the last yeah. like year or so. Though. Like Marvel's is pretty much they, if they have a movie coming out, it's probably gonna, there's probably going to be a movie there. It may just not like if you're looking two years out, it may not be the one that it says right now. But there will be a movie in that spot. It just might not be that one. Um, although DC did have kind of a big thing, like uh, The Rock posted on Instagram that he was in DC's office to discuss. I knew you were going to talk movie. about that. Yeah, buddy. <laughs> Why would I not want to talk about the great one? Um, I don't know. They've been talking about that movie. They've been talking about that movie so long. I just want them to fucking make it at this yeah. point. Like, yeah. He's been talking about. He signed on to be Black Adam in like 2010, it feels like. Like, he's been talking about doing that for fucking ever. Like, just get on with it. Make the fucking movie. I want to see you beat ass as Black Adam. Yeah. Who's Black Adam? <laughs> he's basically the the uh, opposite version of Captain Marvel. Uh, of Captain the, Marvel the, the would DC be... Captain Marvel. <laughs> like Shazam. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. you mean... um? Oh, what's his name? Sha- not Shaq. <laughs> Kazam, that's Shaquille O'Neal's genie movie. Yeah, sorry. Why is this the second time I'm having a conversation no, about Kazam sh- this week? Sh- I don't know what's oh, going cause, on. Because everyone there was an article. thought that it was Sinbad. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, oh, yeah, the Mandela effect thing. There was a big story about that this week. I don't yeah, know what's going on. Yeah. I remember seeing him in a genie outfit. Oh, no, Shaq, Shaq did it. But yeah, Shaq Sinbad was in that movie. Did. I remember Sinbad. That was probably on his TV show or something. Or to be mm-hmm. fair, it was also just the '90s. He may have just been wearing that around. That's yeah, true. it could could have just been his like big baggy hammer pants. Yeah, it could have been baggy hammer pants and like <laughs> shine and like a shiny vest. And everybody's like, "Oh, he's dressed like a genie." He's like, "Well, no, it's just <laughs> the early '90s, like the pre-grunge '90s. It, things were weird." This, this like, is what black comics were wearing at this yeah, period. Guys, yeah, yeah, this is just my hammer pants. 
This is my hammer pants. My parachute pants. Time, right? But yeah. why are you carrying around that lamp, Sinbad? Uh, sometimes know, it sometimes make... it gets dark. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> sometimes I like to make wishes. <laughs> awesome. Yeah. So I, I guess at some point they will make the Shazam Captain Marvel movie. I don't know. I yeah. guess they can't call it Captain Marvel, right? Like no, they'll call it probably uh, Shazam or something like that. At this point, they should just call it like The Rock is going to beat superhero ass and call it a day. <laughs> yeah, it'll make, I mean, it'll be two hundred million dollars on its opening weekend just with that title. I'm not the Rock fan that you are, but this this is a role that I'm very excited to see him in. Yeah, uh, yeah, no, he's well, he's fucking like perfectly suited, like size wise, to be in a superhero outfit. I can't believe it's taken them this goddamn long to get him in a superhero movie. Yeah, well, he would have been a pretty cool Cal Drogo too. Yes. Uh, yeah. Yeah. I mean, uh, I've never seen the rock with a massive beard like that. Uh, Hercules. No, I don't remember that. Yeah, it wasn't very good, but it, it was, I still saw it. Okay. And he did have a beard in it. It was all right. Disappointed! Really? <laughs> Different Hercules. Yeah. All right. Well, on the other side of the street, today they posted uh, a bunch of promo shots for the Defenders, and there was a little video that was attached to it. That Did you guys see... The stuff from Entertainment Weekly this week. Yeah, a lot of pictures. It looks pretty rad. Yeah, very atmospheric. They're really like leaning into the, like those four characters being together finally, yeah. which is really funny to me because like you'd think by this point they should just be like it should be like in a high gear trying to get uh, Iron Fist like finished and ready and like starting to promote that. But all of a sudden there's like an Entertainment Weekly cover story about the Defenders, which yeah, I guess is out in the summer, but I don't know. So yeah. I gotta get why they would do that. They want to raise awareness about, um, you know, about uh, that for Iron Fist because Iron Fist stand alone, like not as many people know about him, right? Yeah, but like this is the same thing, I guess. Like, and they haven't really hinted at him the same way. Like Daredevil kind of sells himself. Yeah, and, and then so does just Luke Cage. Well, Luke Cage, Jessica Jones sold Luke Cage. The Jessica Jones yeah. is probably the, the bigger risk out of those two because they used True. Jessica Jones as just like, they really just promoted the fact that it was a new Marvel show with Jessica mm-hmm. Jones and they introduced Luke Cage in there. So that by the time they got to Luke Cage, everybody was like, well, you've already seen him in the other show, so go watch it. Just, yeah. and, they, and then they destroyed, like they killed Netflix with it. So yeah. Um, but now like they haven't really done, like they've, they've hinted at Iron Fist here and there. Like if you look at the... Um, the heroin packets in uh, Daredevil that the hand are distributing and stuff like that, they're a reference to one of the other um, champions of one of the other hidden cities in Iron Fist. So, like, it's all linking back to Iron Fist, but it's, they haven't directly talked about Danny Rand and, like, he hasn't shown up anywhere yet, so. Mm-hmm. But it should be pretty fucking exciting. Um, I'm excited for Iron Fist, so. But the stuff looks cool. Like, the shots yeah. all look good, nice and, like, yeah atmosphere and they every shot had Kristen Ritter's butt in it prominently displayed it was the one thing that I did notice about it <laughs> she's oh, I always turned no every shot she's turned around doing something like it's always a shot of her ass which is fine I, I will look at that that's great but I just thought it was kind of funny and then there's a little there's a little interview uh, clip I probably shared it on Facebook but they have all of them talking about like what's gonna happen in the defenders and it's really weird hearing Charlie Cox talk with a British accent after being used yeah. to him talking in English or like with an American accent first, like those two seasons at this point. Mm-hmm. So he starts talking in English and I'm like, or like with his English normal accent. I was like, Oh, Oh, right. Yeah. I That's knew he trying. was English. I don't know why. Yeah. I don't know why it bothers me, but it just for some reason, like 
took me a second to kind of snap back in. <laughs> and the kid who plays is playing uh, Iron Fist also is like Australian or something like yeah. that. Like he has an accent too. Yeah. I'm not sure if they're going to let him actually use that accent or if he's going to be putting on one too for the show. Mm. But I guess we'll I guess we'll find out. I can't remember. He, he doesn't really say anything in the trailer they put out. So I thought he had a couple lines in the trailer, and I thought it. I don't it remember there being an accent. accent. Wasn't it? Yeah. yeah, I'd have to I'd have to watch it again. It's been a while since I watched it. Yeah, but yeah, no, that's that's February. So that's that's coming up pretty quick. Oh, nice. Uh, yeah, yeah. I think it's end of February, beginning of March. Sweet. Pretty sure. Yeah, and then the last piece of like movie stuff news: they have confirmed Spider Man will be in Infinity War. Since they weren't actually, they didn't actually confirm that he was going to be in there yet. So, Spider Man, Spider Man, Although, they haven't really decided what his role will be or if it'll just be a cameo or something like that. So, yeah, as long as it's not like shoehorned in, although they're usually pretty good about that. This is Marvel. It's not yeah. the other universe right now. That's <laughs> getting a little weird, but I have total faith in the Marvel Cinematic Universe guys. Between yeah, they're them and the. Rad. Yeah, between them and the Netflix guys, like they they're batting a, they're batting a thousand to me. Well, maybe not yeah. a thousand, but they're doing pretty fucking well. So DC's, I think, at least been pretty good in terms of the uh, the sort of shared universe, like crossover kind of stuff, like Batman stuff and Suicide Squad was pretty good. That kind of thing. Yeah, it still makes no sense to me. It still makes no sense to me that Superman wouldn't show up to that thing happening in that city at that point. Like, it just yeah. makes no sense to me. Like a giant plot hole. Like we're in a shared universe. Superman's here. The city's getting. The city's eating itself. Well, he's moping. So fuck it. Like, yeah. come on, guys. What's Superman <laughs> doing? Um, yeah. So that was kind of like the big. Did you see this thing about George Lucas's museum? Yeah, it was maybe going to be in Chicago, but now it's going to be in L.A. or something like that, or in California, anyways. Might be Bay Area. I can't remember. I, I think he was talking about moving it to San Francisco now that it was. Uh, the, the Chicago guys kind of fucked them over or something like that. I just thought it was yeah. weird that like anybody wouldn't want him to spend like $2 billion to build a museum that would be a yeah. giant tourist attraction. Like, why would you not want that in your city? I don't understand why they wouldn't have just put it in LA, like, or in, in California. Like that's where it really makes the most sense. I would assume they would put it as close to Skywalker ranch as possible. And yeah. like, just cause at that point they probably have an archive of shit that they could just put into this museum that like yeah. people would want to go look at anyway. Like, yeah, you know exactly. all the props for like Star Wars and like the Indiana Jones movies are just in crates, like oh, at the sky, yeah. sitting there on shelves or whatever. Yeah, like at the Skywalker Ranch, like just mm-hmm. sitting there, literally. Um, Skywalker Ranch, yeah. except for except for Mace Windu's lightsaber, which is in my bedroom or my there my is, office. Yeah, there is that. <laughs> um, other than that, oh, we're like. T minus two hours, two or three hours away from the big Nintendo Switch reveal. Oh, I was yeah. kind of hoping it. I was kind of hoping it would be like before we did the show, so we could talk about it. But I guess we can talk about it next week. I am excited. I did have one uh, thing which uh, is a little bit more skewing towards actual comics and not properties derived from comics. But uh, so Justice League Suicide Squad has been the first new like DC Rebirth event, and it has brought back a few really major players for the first time. In some cases, the first time since the New Fifty Two. In some cases, first since uh, Rebirth. Uh, and the big ones are uh, Maxwell Lord, who's a pretty legendary Justice League villain. Uh, mm-hmm. from like the early 90s um, and the good version of Lobo like the good the, version of Lobo? like Lob- original Lobo not like fucking Ro- Lobo light that they had in the new 52 oh right yeah 
I'm not sure if they're actually ever going to address that in Rebirth or if they're just going to say that he's wiped from continuity now. I would be perfectly okay if they do that. Um, and uh, who's the other one? There was one other big... Oh, Eclipso is the other big villain that that's bringing in. So, it's, Oh, he's coming uh, back finally? Yeah, so, yeah. So basically the whole Max Lord's like main scheme here was to get the uh, Heart of Darkness, the Black Diamond that basically houses Eclipso. Oh, awesome. So it's been a really good series so far. I've, I highly recommend it to anybody that uh, is into that kind of, you know, team team fighting team kind of story. Well, it makes sense, at least for those two teams, to kind of like antagonize each other a little bit. So, so like AVX a couple years ago, where it's yeah. like for some reason the Avengers and the X-Men are going to fight, and it's just because Cyclops <laughs> is a douchebag this week. Yeah. Like, so... I mean, the general premise here is that um, in the Rebirth universe, the uh, Justice League didn't know about Suicide Squad yet, so now mm. they're just learning that they exist and going after Waller and trying to be like, what the fuck are you doing? These are all criminals. Why are you sending them out on missions? This feels like the kind of thing Batman should know about already. I feel like the new 52 <laughs> Batman is slacking off. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe. It's disappointing. It's been, been kind of busy. He did just lose another Robin. Yeah, but that's just... That's just yeah, but it's Tuesday. <laughs> it's true. It's his first uh, his first rebirth, uh, Robin. That he oh, lost. okay. Wait, who, who died? Oh no, it was Tim Drake, right? Tim Drake. He's yeah. not. He's not actually dead, but everybody thinks he's dead. Yeah. Oh. Yeah, but he's like Robin three. Like at that point, who cares? But he's like the Robin for a whole generation at this point. Like he's been Robin for fucking like fifteen or twenty. Actually, years to be now. he's probably been he was probably Robin while we were reading the most. Actually, or like at least yeah. when I was reading the most, he was Robin yeah. during that. Yeah, I mean, the Chuck Dixon Robin era yeah, that was yeah. that was like mid nineties. So he's been around a long time. Yeah, because as, as as long as I remember reading, uh, Dick Grayson has always been Nightwing. Yeah. So, and I don't, I don't think I never read anything while Jason, like I read it, I went back and read it, but Jason yeah. Todd was always like dead. So yeah, yeah you're that, right. Tim, Tim Drake was Robin to me. Yeah. So that makes sense. Yeah. But anyways. Yeah. Oh, and then they also, DC also announced uh, a mini series today that's going to push forward a lot of cool stuff. It's called The Button. Or a story event or something like that. Did you see that? I no, I haven't. Chat. No. Oh, so, oh, that thing. Okay, yeah. I kind of glanced at it, but I was like, yeah. I gotta set up this. I gotta set up the ZenCast so we can record. <laughs> so it's going to uh, basically um, talk about uh, Barry Allen and uh, Bruce uh, trying to sort of learn uh, the origin of the Watchmen button that shows up in the Batcave. So it's probably gonna. Uh, really strengthen the connections between the Watchmen characters showing up in the main DC universe. Have they showed any of the characters actually in any of the other books yet? Or, like, are they showing up yet? Or No, there's some sort of vague, sort of veiled references and stuff like that. Like, I think Dr. Manhattan's symbol is showing up in a couple places. And there's this uh, Dr. Oz character that's sort of nebulous and that a lot of people are thinking is Ozymandias. Uh, but he's only ever been shown in silhouette so far. So they're really slow burning it. Uh, but uh, I think I, th- I think they've been doing a pretty good job of that so far. If that is Ozymandias, then I think it would make a lot of sense. Huh. Interesting. The uh, the art that's attached to this, like the giant Batman holding up the button, yeah. the, ba- the bats are semi-transparent, and I can see the background coming through them. So whoever did the Photoshop on this is not doing a good job. <laughs> Oops. If they're supposed to actually be there. Oh, like maybe not. I don't maybe know, they're whatever. ghost bats. 
Maybe they are, but they are like semi transparent. <laughs> oh, you know what it is? It's lenticular, so those are probably supposed to be. Kind oh of yeah, yeah, right, yeah. That makes sense. Christy, have you read? Have you read Watchmen, Christy? I will be honest that I read three quarters. Or no, two. Sorry, someone's calling me. <laughs> but it has an unknown number. One sec, guys. I'm good, how are you? It's more riveting podcasting. Yeah, I'm gonna cut this. <laughs> Unless she says something horrifying, then I'm just gonna leave it in. <laughs> Maybe she starts talking about like how much she dislikes Asian people or something like that. You know? <laughs> it's like, yeah, I'm going to that rally. I, I sewed my hood already. <laughs> oh, oh, then hell yeah. yeah. Yeah, see? Yeah. Yeah, I'm definitely going. I got the cross ready to burn. What are you talking about? <laughs> oh, that's awesome. <laughs> <laughs> we gotta keep our bloodlines pure, yeah. yeah exactly. White power. <laughs> Little blonde hair, blue eyed Christy. <laughs> Fantastic. Yeah, totally natural blonde. Yeah. <laughs> yep. <laughs> okay. <laughs> but yeah, I'm pretty excited for that. You sex uh, me up. The... You sex me up good. <laughs> yeah. I'm... No, I'm leaving this in. <laughs> of course. That's or at least I'm gonna at least I'm gonna cut that out and put that as the tag of the episode. Yeah, the episode. <laughs> yeah, I feel like I've seen some things on Facebook. I'm like, are these so funny? Yeah, so, so yeah, to go into more depth into Justice League versus Suicide Squad, basically the uh there's two Suicide Squad teams. There's one that uh Max Lord breaks out of like a super secret prison and it's uh, Lobo um, Dr. Polaris I don't know if you know that character very well he was Grant Morrison Justice League villain yeah I'm aware of Dr. Polaris because he was in Grant Morrison's Justice League is a book that I definitely like I have read multiple times um, yeah in spite of the fact that it doesn't I'm so excited thanks for asking (laughs) I should just mute her at this point yeah Um, Um, no (laughs) I'm totally yeah no I like I love that that Grant Morrison run I wish it had been like uh, a Green Lantern that I like but yeah. other than that uh, it's a pretty good like it does have my it does have my flash in it and that's where I'm Grant back. Morrison really starts uh, yeah yeah we heard you sorry I just got offered <laughs> another part in a play oh mm. nice I got into Sister Act this week um, but as one of the nuns ensemble. And uh, they just gave me an extra role to be one of the doo-wop girls for Dolores. Have you guys seen Sister Act? Uh, the, the movie? movie? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. So I'm going to be playing one of the nuns and one of the doo-wop girls that hangs out with Dolores. Nice. Yeah. So sorry to interrupt. Uh, it was just very exciting. And I was like, who's this unknown member? That's okay. We just made it sound like what, what you were talking about was your hate crimes that were coming up or something like that. <laughs> Why? I don't know. Because it's funny. It's not. Yeah, talked about you making sure you had your hood ready for the weekend and stuff like that. Getting really excited for the rally. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) 
And then and then you said sex me up, sex me up good, and we're totally keeping that on the podcast. Uh, it was really loud too. <laughs> we were both like dead enthusiastic. Quiet. Like we were both dead quiet when you said it too. It was really <laughs> Well, you guys are the worst. Yeah, usually. You're the worst. I think that's our tagline. Yeah, pretty much. Dance robot dance. You guys are the worst. Always been the worst. So that's about as much uh, news as I've got for this week. How, uh, Christy, do you have anything this week you want to talk about? Um, not really, except you, you guys are the worst. You guys, you did, so if you don't host, you don't do any research at all? Uh, no, no. Atta girl. Atta girl. That's what I like no. to hear. I, I prepped so hard last week, and our news ended up being like an hour and a half, so I did <laughs> not prepare anything in a fear that I would go on a, on a bender. A bender? Yeah. A news bender? Yeah. Yeah, pretty much. All right. Well, that means we can move on. Um, so let's get into uh, Geek of the Week for this week. I guess are you guys going to do a little goofy sting? Geek of the Week? Geek, 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 geek. Nerds. Geek, uh, geek, geek, geek. I'm sorry. You and Tim literally just went off for like half an hour on <laughs> comic stuff that I could not contribute to because I know, apparently I know nothing, Jon Snow. Like, I don't know. <laughs> You know nothing, Bruce Wayne. Yeah. <clears throat> uh, Christy, what yeah. was your geekiest thing this week, then? Oh, I got way back into Witcher 3. Oh. After way you back. fucking splooshed all over Gwent last week? Um, yeah, I Gwented so hard, guys. I won <laughs> I listen, that trophy. Every I, time I listen to the, the <laughs> last week's episode, when you get to that point, it peaks all the levels and, like, blows <laughs> my, like I was listening to it and it's like, holy shit, you're so loud right now. Wait, oh, my God, Gwent. Gwent. Oh, Gwent. Yet. I don't know how ridiculous I was. We just kept trying to tell you, like, calm down. What the fuck are you talking about? Yeah. What the fuck is Gwent? You need to explain what you're talking about. <laughs> I'm so sorry. <laughs> okay, tell us about The Witcher. How? Uh... Um, well, they released this awesome new DLC a couple months back. And um, I just, like, I've... It's so good. There's the great thing about certain DLC is that like um like with Witcher in particular, they offered these two new packs that are pretty reasonably priced, but they um they also put them on sale, which a lot of other DLC doesn't have a lot of the time. Um at least I'm talking about Mass Effect. Mass Effect put your fucking DLC on sale. And <laughs> um it's like another 100 150 hours worth of stuff to explore. Which is nuts. Like, they created two other whole sections of the game. Like, it, it just they created an entire new, like, world that you can go look through. And this is all just, like, an expansion to an already phenomenal game that I, like, sunk 300, 350 hours into. What the fuck? Really? Yeah. Witcher 3 is one of the best games I've ever played. Yeah, like, it's too, too RPG for my taste. So. Oh, no, man. It's so good. It's so good. I can't... I like, don't want to spend 350 hours playing one game. Yeah, but it's so <laughs> fun. Like, the thing that I like about Witcher is that it has a story that's really, like, got a really good flow. Um, like, it's not the best story in the world, but it's it's pretty damn good. And um, it's just... I don't know. They're really... Um, they're really, it's really clever and it's uh, really interesting gameplay and I don't know, I just really, it's, I love it. Um, and uh, yeah, I don't know, it's just, uh, it's been a really 
fun few days of playing. So it's just nice to sink my teeth back into it after, you know, like a um, a solid year, year and a bit off. So I've just been uh, doing that. And the other geekiest thing is I've had so many rehearsals because I have another improv show on Saturday. Plug Whee! it for yourself. Um, we're doing a show called Swipe Right for Love. And it's all about uh, horror stories of online dating. Oh, boy. <laughs> and we're trying to get them from the audience. And I'm really oh. pumped because we apparently we have a bachelorette party coming. Oh, really? Yeah. Hmm. So I'm like, yeah. I think I might. I think I might. Now I might come to the show this weekend. Actually, that sounds like fun. <laughs> yeah, no. May, I may have. I may have a really good online dating story for you, though. So. <gasps> a really, Ooh. a really good whore. Uh, not whore, not W H O R E, but H O R R O R. Like Christy, pronounce it the way you pronounce it. Horror. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I may have had a, I may have had a couple of those, but of good um, horror stories. <laughs> <laughs> she can't even get it out. Uh, horror, uh, so funny. But, um, yeah, no. If you come, you'll have a good time because it's. I think this is the show we're trying out a new format for our fringe production as well. So, that's that's the plan. Cool, cool, cool. Yeah, Timothy. Um. Let's see. I had a lot to do this week to uh, distract myself from the fact that uh, a uh, gentleman's about to take the office of president that has solicited golden showers from Russian prostitutes. <laughs> oh, so, on a side note, did you watch Obama's farewell address? I couldn't no, do I it. Couldn't, no, I couldn't do it. I, I, I read a lot about it, but I didn't actually watch it. The only thing I actually I watched part of the speech, but Eddie Vedder performed, so I did watch yeah. Eddie do his thing because yeah. I love Eddie. Um, so to distract myself from that, I uh, rebuilt my uh, Lego Millennium Falcon that we had to take apart when we moved. Uh, so that took about three nights, and I sat in front of the TV and what did I catch up on? I caught up on uh, Walking Dead, and I also watched the first couple episodes of the new season of. Uh, um. Uh, man, man in the high castle. Never heard of it. Uh, it's the Amazon Prime series that's uh, um, based on I think a Philip K. Dick short story about an alternate universe where the Nazis win World War Two. Basically, the Axis wins World War Two. Oh. And there's, uh, but there's a guy that is getting videos from alternate universes, basically from like our universe and other universes where the Nazis were defeated, and they're oh. trying to use the information they get from those other movies. Basically, it's like reels of film to figure out how that they can take down the Nazis who are in power. So it's set in like the, um, I think it's like late fifties or something like that. So the Axis, is basically the Nazis and the Japanese have been in power for like fifteen years. It's really good. The first season was really good and got really good reviews, uh, and now the second one, second season came out a couple weeks ago. You guys, can you post that in the Slack so I can remember to go download it? Because that sounds super awesome. Actually. Yeah, that sounds pretty rad. Yeah, um, that's actually the plot of the uh, the Wolfenstein games that have been coming out this generation. Oh yeah, is like the Nazis won, and it's like the fifties or something like that, and like you wake up, maybe you wake up in a hospital or something like that out of a coma, and like after World War Two has been lost. Well, mm -hmm. won by the Nazis anyway, but like th the Allies lost, and then you go out and like brutally murder Nazis and Nazi robots and stuff like that. 
it's yeah, a lot of fun. Yeah, it's been a really good show, and uh, it's um, got a lot of good, like, pretty well-known character actors and stuff like that in it as well. Uh, and I think it's been Amazon Prime's highest-rated um, uh, original series so far. Okay. It's actually funny, because they just, like, I have Amazon Prime uh, here, and mm-hmm. uh, they just added video to Canada, so, like, oh, nice. I think I, could, I can actually watch it now. Yeah, you should be able to stream it. Which is great because I just like I just bought myself uh, what's the other one? There's another streaming service up here. Oh, Crave TV or whatever, because mm-hmm. that's where Letterkenny is uh, is aired. Um, but you, you guys need the Letterkenny show, eh? Oh man, that show is so fucking. Chrissy, I can't believe you haven't watched it. It's the funniest fucking show. I haven't watched it yet, but that's just because I haven't really had time to like delve into a new show. There's been a lot of shows out, brah. Uh, good times. You guys should go watch Letterkenny, though. It's super funny. I can upload yeah. it for you. I have it all downloaded. Ooh, yay. So, yeah, that was my, my geek of the week was uh, rebuilding my Lego Millennium Falcon while watching a bunch of nerdy TV shows. Yeah, that's nice. pretty rad, though. That's yeah. a pretty rad geek of the week. <laughs> I had uh, yeah, I had a little moment this weekend um, on Sunday where I didn't really have anything going on, and I sat down, and Netflix had updated, and they had all three Jurassic Park movies, so my <laughs> geek of the week was to sit down and I ended up watching all four Jurassic Park movies because I watched Jurassic World as well. Um, Man, you made it through the third one? uh, The second and third (laughs) one are fucking tough sits. Like, they are not good movies. I don't mind the second one. The third one's really rough, though. Too much Jeff Goldblum. Like, no no such thing. Yeah, I was going to say, how dare you? Uh, (laughs) Have you guys... One of my favorite Facebook pages is literally called the same photo of Jeff Goldblum every day, and that's literally all it is. <laughs> oh, really? They post the same picture, the same amazing picture of Jeff Goldblum every day, and it's like a Jurassic Park era picture. And uh, is it the shirtless one where he's like posed or whatever? I, I think it might be. Uh, I'd have to go look. And uh, and then people just comment on it, and like basically, some people just comment like the same thing every day, and it's like. They'll like comment a photo of like a dog and say it'll. They'll say the comment will be the same photo of a dog commented on the same photo of Jeff Goldblum every day. Nice. Oh, that's like getting Inception Jeff Goldblum. Yeah, that's, that's true. <laughs> Incept Bloom. Bloom. Yeah, there's so many <laughs> weird things like that on the internet. I know, like there is a uh, there's a Twitter account and there's this wrestler, this pro wrestler that died like uh, like ten years ago now. And the Twitter account is like at uh, at is test still dead, and like once a week the guy will post. It's been X number of days. Yes, test is still dead, and it's been going <laughs> on for ten years. Oh, yeah, it's pretty. It's it's pretty grim, but it's like the guy still has the account and like still actively posts to it, and that's all he posts. It's just like how many days has it been since test has died, and is he still dead? Yes, keep going, and that's the end of it. <laughs> Man, that's yeah, it's really dark. <laughs> and there's the other one. Oh, it's even it's kind of it's darker now than it was before. But there's a uh, because on Re- on Reddit there's slash gone wild, which is where Reddit users will like post naked pictures of themselves. Well, girls will post picture naked pictures of themselves. But there's another subreddit called Gone Wilder, and it's like so the descriptions in Gone Wild are always like girls doing slutty things to themselves. So like, oh, who wants to fuck me or whatever, or like hot blonde doing this or something like that. And then, like, there's the other subreddit's gone wilder, but it's all pictures of Gene Wilder doing stuff. <laughs> but <laughs> the headline is always like, uh, it'll always be something that sounds vaguely sexual, but it'll just be a picture <laughs> of Gene, like Gene Wilder. Nice. Uh, 
but it's like one of the most one of my favorite subreddits. Like it's the most bizarre active subreddit ever. Like the best one randomly this week was um, it was like a hot interracial action, like with with ear action or something like that. And it was just like uh, Richard Pryor blowing a horn into Gene Wilder's ear. Like it's so fucking funny. Nice. <laughs> Yeah, the weird shit I subscribe to on Reddit, like, I get most of my news there, but then I also get, like, Where'd the Soda Go, which is just gifts of... Uh, where'd the Soda Go? Yeah, it's like, you gotta go look it up. It's like, it's r slash Where'd the Soda Go, and it's just <laughs> gifts from, uh, inf- or not, uh, like, infomercial commercials, like, reenactments from infomercial commercials. Oh my like, god, the kind I of love stuff them! Where they're, like, failing. opening up... Yeah, we're like, they open up a bag of chips and they fucking blow up all over the place and shit like that kind of shit. Like, it's so fucking funny. Okay, wait, I'm going to look it up right now. The Mystery of the Soda, Reddit. No, 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 it's Where's the Soda. Where'd the Soda go? Oh, there it is. Hold on, I can actually pull it up. Oh my god. (laughs) That's so funny. (laughs) Poor Ralph never thought he could be a good artist. Yeah, (laughs) that's it. Yeah, where did the soda go? It's like, it's my favorite subreddit. Well, not all the time. (laughs) That and First World Problems are probably my two favorite subreddits. Nice. Oh, man, First World Problems is so funny. Yeah. <laughs> Did you know, uh, weird little bit of trivia, the first like time anybody actually heard that, like people actively remember that sentence being said is in a Matthew Good song. He says it in a Matthew Good band song from 1995. Really? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, someone somewhere would love to have my First World Problems, and it just became like a thing. <laughs> that's but, yeah. Amazing. Yeah, so that's like, I, I don't know, I have all these weird little like, joke subreddits that i subscribe to so my feed will be like politics and then like gaming news or comic book news or like pearl jam or something like that and then in the middle of it will be like this random gif of somebody like somebody's pen exploding because it's from an infomercial and it's ridiculous <laughs> and makes me laugh or weird gene wilder like posts of pictures of gene wilder <laughs> gene wilder is so funny yeah <laughs> gone wilder there was porn on reddit oh yeah there's tons oh, of porn yeah. on reddit. reddit is like reddit's the well 4chan's probably worse really but like yeah Reddit's like kind of the amalgamation of all the scum and shit of the internet that hasn't gotten so bad that it needs to go to 4chan to just be quarantined over there. Sorry, does somebody need to get food out of their microwave? Yeah, do you have a microwave going, Christy? I'm not in the kitchen. Is, is that Mark number two yeah. nuking some lasagna or something? No, he's making us a really nice dinner. Oh, with the microwave, eh? No, no, it's just ti- it's the timer. Mm. <laughs> awesome. It's making it some delicious pizza rolls. I wish. You wouldn't make pizza tonight. I want pizza rolls now. Thanks, Tim. You're welcome. So what was Thanks. your geek of the week, Mark? Uh, well, it's just that I sat down and watched four Jurassic Park movies oh, yeah. all in a row. I just said that. Um, yeah, the middle two, a little bit of a rough sit. But I did really enjoy Jurassic World. I think I hadn't seen it since it was out in theaters. And I was oh, like, yeah, oh. it was good. It was a fun movie. It really wasn't the worst. Everyone's like, oh, Jurassic Park 2. And I'm like, I thought it was pretty good. What, Jurassic Park 2? Oh no! Sorry, Jurassic World. Jurassic World. Jurassic World. My apologies. Yeah. 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 No, I like Chris Pratt though. It was pretty good. And what's her name? Yeah. Pretty hot. Uh, yeah. Jessica. Bryce Dallas Howard. No, that's Bryce Dallas Howard in that one, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah, she's pretty hot. Oh, that was Jessica Chastain. Yeah, they're identical. So oh. you could literally. <laughs> well, Bryce Dallas Howard is about like ten years younger. Is she really? I think so. She looks. Yeah, ginger. It. Gingers like they don't age. Yeah. Well, for a certain point, and then like they hit the wall really hard. Bryce Dallas Howard. Oh shit! Bryce Dallas Howard's my our age. She's fucking yeah. thirty-five. How yeah. Jessica Chastain. She's got to be forty. Yeah, she's she's thirty-nine. So there's a five-year or four or five-year difference between. That's them. not that big a difference, really. Yeah. 
but they are like and I, the worst part is if you put them side by side like you can tell who is who but like yeah. if you just show me one of them i'm like i don't know which one that is <laughs> like they're both extremely pretty redheads like i have no idea which one is which if you just show them to me one bryce dallas time. howard is a little more angular than uh, yeah. jessica chastain and she's got sort of softer features still hot both Anger. hot i'll rub my soft features on you <laughs> <laughs> If they would just rub their soft features, angular soft features together, <laughs> I'd probably watch that movie too. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Um, but no, I, I I had fun sitting through Jurassic Park one and four. Yeah, I don't know. Two and three were a little dodgy. They're kind of yeah, they're they're hard watches. Three three is just just really yeah, really not good. Three's yeah. really fucking bad. I know um, I said two though. Uh, two two was just kind of like oh, after Jurassic Park, you know what I mean? It was like oh. Two was disappointing because the Lost World, the book, was actually really good. Um, I like it. I might say I liked uh, the Lost World more than I liked Jurassic Park, the novel. Yeah. Um, but uh, actually, yeah, you're probably right. I think the Lost World, like the, the, the out of the novels, like the, out of the two of them, yeah, I think I like Lost World better than I like uh, Jurassic Park. But definitely, like movie wise, yeah, the first movies, the first movie's easily the best one. Like four is good and it's fun. Yeah. It's not like a particularly fantastic movie or anything like that, but it's yeah. like that is a uh, pretty pretty good segue into our meat though. It is an excellent segue into the meat of the podcast. Meat, 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 meat. Meaty meats, meats, dinosaur meats. Giant brontosaurus rib meats. <laughs> Flintstones. Meet the, Meet the Flintstones. They are modern stone Mark, Mark losing his shit. Knock that off on your bingo card, folks. I just... Uh, Knock it off. I just uh, watched the uh, the Lewis Black bit about uh, creationism and how these fucking people think that uh, the Flintstones is a documentary. It just... Makes me what? No. You never seen Lewis... You never watched Lewis... You don't, well, you're improv. You don't probably don't do stand-up too much, but... I've seen a uh, lot of stand-up. I'm a big stand-up fan, so like if you go watch uh, Lewis Black, I'd have to find which one it is. You can go Google it. It's Lewis Black creationism. He'll talk about he talks about like how fucking stupid all these creationists are because he's he's Jewish, right? Yeah. So he's like, we're just guys who like telling stories. Like the Jews just love telling a big long bullshit story and having a lot of attention <laughs> paid to us. So like, go ask a Jew about like what I shouldn't say that. Say go ask a Jewish person <laughs> um, about. About Genesis and stuff like that, and like what it is, and they'll just tell you that it's just a bullshit story that we tell the kids to keep them scared or whatever. These people, these people think it's real, the real deal. These people watch the Flintstones and think it's a fucking documentary. Like, <laughs> like ridiculous. Yeah. I love Lewis Black. I, I've watched some of his stand up, but I've I always think that he's better playing off somebody else than he is just standing in front of a bunch of people talking. Oh, I fucking love his stand. His I've seen him live, Mike, in person five times. I love really? I love Lewis Black. He's mm. like after George Carlin, he's probably my favorite comedian. Yeah. Fair enough. Yeah. Anyways, what's our meat? So the topic of the week, Tim finally caught up to us and has seen Westworld. So yes. we are going to get into it. Get Western. Yeah. Tim took forever to watch it. Christine and I, I have been bugging him for weeks and weeks and weeks. I did, but I've did finally was- since all the other shows are on hiatus, I finally got a chance to sit down and watch through all Westworld. Finished it on the weekend, I think. 
as uh, as our listeners are probably if you if you've listened to the podcast before, you're aware because at least twice we now we've mentioned Westworld while we were talking, trying not to spoil Tim, but <laughs> gushing about it because yeah. you and I both super enjoyed the show. So good. Um, but yeah, no. So we're we're both super curious what Tim thought about it because he's got that look on his face like he's going to say something. <laughs> he didn't like it when he was already at episode four. He wasn't liking it. Yeah, that's true. Uh, no, I, I I definitely enjoyed it overall. Um, I, it's not going to like become one of my like favorite series of all time or anything like that unless it really takes a serious turn. But I I love the I love the story. I mean, uh, Michael Crichton is one of my favorite authors. I don't read a lot of books. I read more comics and I've read a shit ton of like scientific papers and shit like that. So I didn't have a whole lot of time for reading books, but even from when I was a kid, Michael Crichton was my, one of my favorite authors. And it's because of this type of story where you get like people using a technology that they don't fully understand and shit goes wrong. Uh, well, I, just, I find it, it's very interesting because I think I'm pretty sure I should, I should have done more research. Uh, I was a little busy today and I didn't get but I think he wrote Westworld before he wrote Jurassic Park. Uh, yeah, I'm not sure. Let me see. Um, I um, have the page brought up. Got the Wikipedia. I had it up, but I've got yeah. 4,000 4, tabs open. Today, <laughs> so. um, let's see. Westworld. Yeah. I, have you guys seen the original movie? That was the one thing no. I didn't get a chance to do before we did this episode was watch the movie again. I wanted to watch. I've seen it. I saw it when I was a kid. Or like, yeah. maybe not a kid, but I saw it like a long time ago. Yeah. Because um, it's, it's Yul Brenner, isn't it? Who's in that? Yeah, it 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 has to be before Jurassic Park because it came out in fucking seventy three. Yeah, Jurassic Park's like mid nineties. Yeah, or mid the uh, the, the novel was the novel was eighties. Yeah, it's mid eighties. Yeah. Um. Yeah, but and uh, so this one, I don't know that I don't think it ever was a book. It was basically just went straight to. Uh, it like was he, just a, it was just a movie. Yeah, it yeah. wasn't a book. Um. But yeah, I I definitely watched the movie probably more recently than Mark, but not particularly recently. I maybe watched it. 10 years ago or something like that and remembered it being pretty good um and i mean the uh general storyline is more or less the same there's just a lot more sort of fleshing out in the uh in the tv show and a lot more subplots and that sort of thing it's actually interesting uh michael Crichton actually directed west the 1973 westworld movie oh yeah well, I, I don't remember it being particularly strikingly directed so that probably makes sense yeah I guess not so. a director yeah no not at all um, but yeah, I like the show. I just, I feel like it was, uh, pro- I mean, the, the music was done amazingly. The production value overall is pretty good, but some aspects of the production, I feel like were a little bit sloppy and that was a little distracting for me. So that's going to be my sort of major gripe and I can talk more about that later, but overall, yeah, great. Um, I'm definitely going to keep watching it for sure. I'm looking forward to see where they go with it. Um, It's something that I feel like has, has navigated a lot of pitfalls already pretty successfully that they could have fallen into, but didn't. Uh, And I just hope that they continue to do that. Christy, you want to, want to weigh in there? Like, what did you, what did you think of the show? I loved it so much. (laughs) It's so much. (laughs) I loved it. I loved it a lot. Um, But I was on the edge of my seat for a lot of it though. I called, I remember talking about this with Mark and just, um, being like, I called it. I called everything because yeah. I called the man in black. Yeah, I called the fact that um, I thought that at least one of the people was a robot and they didn't realize it. Yeah, um, I called that. Um, oh, um, Bern- I called that Bernard was actually his partner. I called that like episode six. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, yeah, I, I wouldn't. Really good. It was. I I would say it was fairly predictable. Yeah. Uh, and I think part of that is the fact that this the original story is fucking over forty years old at this point. So at the time when it came out, those sorts of things would have been like, oh my fucking god, that person's actually a robot that thinks he's human. But yeah. now that's something that we've seen a lot of times. Well, that's is that when's Blade Runner? That would have been around the same time as that. Uh, right? No, so. that would have been ten years later. Blade Runner was early eighties. Was it? Well, no. Yeah. There you go. Um, it does have quite the pedigree, though. Like in terms of like, uh, like the performances and stuff like that. Like the actors on that show were, oh, like, so good. Pretty incredible so far. It's also like yeah. Jonathan, like created, create or like show run by Jonathan Nolan. So Chris Nolan's yeah. brother, um, and I think it's his wife, and like his basically his uh, sort of writing partner as well. Like they wrote like Inception together, and they've yeah. written a couple uh, projects together as well. So did he not write? Uh, did he not write? Dark Knight Rises. Uh, yeah, he did. Well, he's, sure. one, he's one of the he's one of the yeah. three. He's on actually. He's credited on the Dark Knight and the Dark Knight Rises, along with Christopher Nolan and David Goyer. Mm. Oh, cool. Yeah. yeah. So he's been. Oh man, he's written most of these too. Yeah. Because he wrote Memento, Prestige, Dark Knight. Uh, actually, Memento is actually based on one of his short stories. Yeah. He has an uncredited rewrite on Terminator Salvation, which if I were him, I'd be editing off my Wikipedia page daily. <laughs> to remove that? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then Dark Knight Rises, then Interstellar. Yeah. Actually, he's got the full written by credit uh, from Interstellar with Christopher Nolan. Yeah. Not bad. Oh, I was just going to say, yeah, it's got quite the uh, the lineup of pretty rad people involved. But, um, no, I had my qualms with it, though. We'll get to it. I had... I had a number of qualms. <laughs> so, did you, you watched it week to week, right, Christy? I did. So, did you guys start at episode like one, like when it premiered, and like watched it every week, or did you binge a couple episodes and then watch the whole thing? No, no. Every week we started with episode one. Oh, okay. You hopped on the bandwagon early then. Good for you. Mm-hmm. It was on my and, radar early, yeah. But yeah. I didn't. And did you? Later. You obviously, you obviously binged it then, right, Tim? I did I binge the shit out of it? Yeah. I mean, it was definitely a very bingeable show. Like it was the sort of thing I got to the end of one episode and I was like, "Yep, I need to watch the next one. Need to watch the next yeah. one." So I ended up watching it all in about three, maybe four days, something like that. But see, that means you you didn't get the suspense build like we did. You know what I mean? Like there were so many. You didn't have the, the time to really think and like dive uh, dive into it. Yeah, I I don't feel like it was challenging enough that I needed that time to really dive into it. Rude. <laughs> like, I, well, I <laughs> I'm not the kind of person that like likes to sit around with, you know, and, and like speculate on stuff. I'm willing to just sort of take stuff and digest it. I'm not the sort of person that's like, oh, I wonder what this is, person's going to do this week kind of thing. And I know there's a lot of people that are like that, and I'm not knocking that. That's just not the way that I consume media generally. That was definitely the uh, the Reddit take. The subreddit had pretty much the entire plot of the show, like, guessed out by the third episode. Yeah. So by the, I think I kind of read some of it and was like, I hope this isn't a spoiler. And by the time I got to the end, I was like, yep, I knew everything that was going to happen because I read that fucking thread on Reddit. Yeah. Um, but they were all very proud of themselves for having, like, figured it out. So good on them, <laughs> I, mean, I guess. 
It's not like it was fucking Lost level of complex or, or anything no. like that. But in the case of Lost, they didn't actually know what the fucking yeah. hell was, <laughs> was going say, on when they started. It, so at least if you think about it, it's John, like the Nolan brothers probably like maybe actually have a plan for this. <laughs> unlike the guys who wrote Lost, where it was just like we're gonna throw a fuck ton of mysteries and horse shit at you. And then we'll try and figure it out before the show ends, except we're not going to, and we're going to leave you super disappointed. Yeah, don't worry, everybody was dead. We told you they weren't, but they were. (laughs) Yeah, possibly the worst case of sci-fi series blue balls in the history of television. Yeah, I was okay with it. I mean, in the end, that's not what the series ended up being about. It ended up being more about the characters than about all the mysteries and shit, so. Yeah, but it should have been... I wanted the mysteries. I did, too, to, but but I, I wasn't as angry as a lot of people were. I was I was a little annoyed by that. But <laughs> but no, so like um yeah, so I watched it in a weird way. I guess we can talk about the music because like that's kind of what caught me the most. Um I watched like the first four or five episodes not paying super close attention to it, and I think it's episode <laughs> five or six. And they're playing is it play plastic trees, yeah. I wanna yeah. say? I hear fake plastic trees coming through the piano, and I was like, oh, that's interesting. So I looked it up and realized that they've been doing that the entire time. And I caught the painted <laughs> Not black Not every one. episode. No, but I caught the painted black one yeah. earlier, and it was just like, oh, that's cute. And then they kept going. But then I heard fake plastic trees, and I'm like, oh, shit, they must have been doing this the whole time. Yeah. So I looked it up and was like, oh, fuck, I missed a bunch of stuff like that. And they've been doing tons of Radiohead. And like the first episode had that a piano cover of Black Hole Sun by Soundgarden in it. Too, yeah. And I was like... Yeah, okay, I'm going to go start. So, like, by this point, it was probably uh, episode nine had aired or was about to air. And I was like, fuck this. I know what I'm doing this weekend. I sat down and just, like, rewatched the whole thing, paying more close attention to the show, which I'm not great at sometimes. Like, I'll just kind of let it play in the background while I'm on the internet or drawing or something like that and, like, not paying the closest attention. And I was like... So there was some stuff, like, with the time-jumping stuff that was going on that I was, like, not catching the first time through. Then uh, The second time through, I was like, oh, I get it now. Much more sense. So I think yeah. I think there's, like, valid ways to watch it. Like, both ways are pretty valid, like, going binging it or watching it week to week. But I think binging it kind of helped me figure out what the fuck was going on. Because once I decided I needed to focus on the show, I was starting to pu- I pulled the threads together a lot faster. Because I was like, oh, I get it. That's so funny, because, like, I just... I don't know. I when I was watching it, I, I don't know why. I just I felt like really proud of myself for getting everything. I was one of those people you've been talking about. <laughs> no, I was just gonna say I knew the time stuff too, and like from the minute we saw the picture, I was like, "This is a different time. This is a different time." <laughs> um, yeah. I mean, for me, in terms of, I, I didn't watch it really closely, um, but I think and. But I think part of that was because I was relatively familiar with the original movie. I still, you know, mostly remembered the uh, plot of that, and um, and I'm also very familiar with Crichton, so I know the sorts of tricks and stuff like that that he usually pulls in his stories. Yeah. Um. So, uh, I wasn't watching it like super closely. I was watching it again while I was doing other stuff, while I was working, that kind of thing. I definitely did catch the the very first. Uh, uh, music cue but that was also like i was i i read uh, av club pretty regularly like i have right. it on my facebook feed and they were posting articles about that like every time an episode would come out and say like this is what they covered this week on uh westworld so i was kind of listening for that as i went through 
it is now my most listened to on Spotify. Is going back to that soundtrack. <laughs> Not that I listen to a ton of stuff on Spotify, but it it is like the one thing that I've gone back to a couple yeah. times and listened to some of those piano covers over yeah. and over again. So. And while we're talking about the uh, the music, so that's uh, uh, Raman Dejwadi who also did the, all the music for uh, Game of Thrones as well. Mm-hmm. Oh. Um, and I think I'm actually going to see the Game of Thrones in concert thing. That was another thing Alicia got me for Christmas. Uh, nice. Yeah, so it's in like uh, I think March. Uh, we're going to see that um, when it's playing in Atlanta, and it's a huge thing with like massive video screens and shit like that as well, and like full symphony orchestra. And so I'm not sure if he is actually. Yeah, uh, I'm not sure if he's actually um, like there conducting it or whatever, but it should be really good. Well, if he's got two shows to score, you think he might be a little busy if he's doing both well, those shows? I mean, scoring isn't that like time consuming compared still to gotta write music, right? Yeah. Well, but, well, no, he doesn't. He just needs to fucking rearrange nineties alternative. Yeah. I'm sure if well, you got to trying to score, it would only take you two minutes. He also, uh. <laughs> he also did, uh, I'm just looking at his discography. He also did prison break, the first iron man movie, uh, a couple of me- the medal of honor games, Pacific rim, Warcraft. That's one that I would be on uh, Wikipedia deleting off my fucking profile. <laughs> Didn't Eric like that movie? <laughs> wow. I remember him saying it wasn't as bad as he thought it was going to be, which I was like, <laughs> damning by faint praise, possibly, but still. Um, uh, yeah, but th- that's, I mean, he's done, done even more than that. He's done some of the Pirates of the Caribbean movies. He did some work on Batman Begins and stuff as well, though Hans Zimmer did the main score. So, yeah. Pretty prolific, dude. Um, yeah. So, like, were there any uh, of the performances that really stood out to you in the show? Like, I was the, probably the thing that I noticed the most is, like, it is an HBO show, so, like, usually they're going to let their actors really, like, take the time to kind of work on it. But, like, I mean, aside from Jeffrey Rush, who I thought was excellent the whole time, is anybody else kind of jump out Rush. at you? Who the fuck was Jeffrey sorry. Rush? Jeffrey, Jeffrey Rush, Rush wasn't in it. Are you talking no, about No, sorry, not Jeffrey Anthony, Rush. Anthony Hopkins. No. God damn it. No, I have to look it up. <laughs> um well while you're looking that up uh for me i mean anthony hopkins was an amazing performance but he's always amazing Uh, but i think he really nailed sort of the um the moral ambiguity of that character for sure oh yeah he thinks with him was perfect yeah he thinks what he's doing is right and uh you know he uh even though he might be sort of you know, putting people at risk by doing things that aren't fully tested and that kind of thing. Um, and Jeffrey Wright as Bernard slash Albert. That's who I was thinking of. Sorry, <laughs> Jeffrey Rush. My brain is just completely melted right now. <laughs> it's all right. You just you were just trying to whitewash him. You fucking yeah. racist. Yeah, I'm racist. That's what it was. <laughs> Thank yeah. God. Let's pass the card. <laughs> put it back in the deck <laughs> um but yeah he's a great actor he was really great did you guys watch a uh, boardwalk empire yeah no i gotta I'm, i still gotta finish it i got the th- oh. I, I got through three seasons and then it ended so well did it yeah, yeah I got, it's one of those really shows i well. keep meaning to be like i gotta go back and watch that i gotta go back and watch it but it's like i now it's on um it's on that crave tv service so i'll probably mm-hmm. get a chance to sit down and watch it now yeah that was one of those shows alicia and i watched uh pretty pretty regularly together yeah. and uh great show and ended very well and he was really good on it as well he didn't come in until maybe the last like two or three seasons but uh, oh, okay. it was really good so i was gonna say i don't remember him being in the stuff that i watched because like season one or two or three is probably when i kind of thought that i dropped out but i just kind of like when it came back on i was watching a bunch of other stuff and it just didn't yeah. 
I didn't go back to it. And I was like, I'll I'll binge it. And then three seasons later, I was like, oh shit, now it's done. Like, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but no, I'll definitely get back to that. But yeah. yeah. But besides that, I mean, the none of the performances really stuck out besides those two for me. The, like, in fact, a few of them I feel like felt fell kind of flat like if they were still carried by the the value the the production value um but like james marsden in particular i didn't wasn't really particularly taken by his performance i've never been like overly fond of him though i still think like yeah, me neither he was pretty like, shitty fucking uh cyclops he's still more heroic in superman returns than superman was but that's just <laughs> that script was more shit yeah um but like he's never i don't know he's never really done anything for me so, I did say I, I liked Evan Rachel Wood in her role. I thought she did a good job. And yeah, yeah I really liked Evan Rachel Wood. Yeah, but like Jeffrey Wright was the one that really stood out to me, and I was like, oh, he's really working for his fucking paycheck. Like he's yeah. doing quality work in there. And then obviously, like Anthony Hopkins is always fucking awesome. So, yeah. oh, and Ed Harris was really good too. He was great for as the Man in Black. Yeah, yeah, he's t- uh, Ed Harris. Like one of those, like he's such an old guy at this point, but I'm still like, I still feel like he could beat my ass like mm-hmm. into a fucking pulp. It's like Clint, it's like Clint Eastwood, right? Like the guy's got to be in his like he's almost is he ninety yet? Like he's in know. his like well into his eighties, but I still feel like Clint Eastwood could beat the shit out of me. He's well into his senile talking to chairs ears. Well, we're well, we're, well, well past that at this point. <laughs> that was that was four years ago, wasn't it? Yeah, was that- at least it might have been eight years ago. Was that remember. the 08 election? It might have been. I can't remember. Oh, uh, well, at, th- at this point, in a couple days, we're going to be longing for those days, I think. Yeah. So. Yeah. <laughs> but I mean, I, I would say <laughs> I would say it was it wasn't the best cast show that I've ever seen. The the uh like Swedish woman they had playing Armistice, that was a really weird choice for me. Like that yeah. really didn't work for me at all. Um like, it, why the fuck is there... I mean, I can see why there would be, like, people there uh, in the, you know, quote-unquote Wild West that have, like, English accents, but not really a fucking Swedish accent. Yeah. Um, and she also just felt kind of like a poor man's uh, Charlize Theron to me. Like, we couldn't get Charlize <laughs> Theron, so here's this girl that looks like her and has a tattoo on her face. <laughs> Fair enough. <laughs> well, you know what, though? I was really... I was actually quite happy to take it in a happy direction. Um, I I was uh, I was pretty happy with Jimmy Simpson as William. Like I didn't. Uh, yeah. I, I wasn't like that happy when I first saw it. I was like, really? But then, because I've always seen him like be creep characters. Yeah. Like, like, in, like um, the McPoyles from uh, yeah, Always Sunny. Like, big milk, and they're always just in yeah. robes. Like it's so <laughs> creepy. And he's, like, been a creep in other, a number of other things. But he made the transition from nice guy to bad guy really well. And I, I liked what yeah. he did with Dolores and their chemistry way more than I thought I would. And that's, a, that's a rough gig to pull, too, where, like, he's not doing yeah. all, all the heavy lifting on the acting job. It's, like, him and Ed Harris telling the story of one character kind of, like, in unison. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then not even in order because it's kind of shot, like, Tarantino, like, out of order style. Yeah, like where they're jumping around in the timeline and stuff like that, and it's like, oh, so they're both having to do like the same character but in different ways. It's it was interesting the way they 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 were managed to pull it off. I will say that that was one that I didn't like, uh, that I didn't 
comprehend really early like i didn't grab that that was the same person until like it wasn't it wasn't like at the point of the reveal that i figured it out but it was you know maybe earlier in that same episode that i started to put the pieces together on that one but again i wasn't watching it like super super close so yeah Oh no! Yeah. I was I was so excited when I figured I was like talking to Mark, my Mark, and I was just like, "Hun, hun, hun! I think it's a man in black." And he was like, eh. "And I was like, no, 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 it can't be! It's all time travel! It's gotta be time travel!" And he was like, "Uh, and I was like, no, 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 no! Trust me, trust me, trust me!" And I'm just like so pumped about it because I thought that um, personally, I don't know, I I thought that they did a great job performing it. Because um, there were inklings, they were really good at dropping inklings. Maybe a little too good. Because you were saying, Tim, that like it was a little too easy to tell certain things. You didn't have to mm-hmm. think too hard. But well, they definitely like showed their hand um, with the the Bernard character pretty early. Like there was some stuff that he was doing where I was like, oh, he sounds like a host. And like it started to dawn on me probably earlier than they really wanted it to dawn on people. Like. Mm-hmm. I think it was episode one or two where I was like, he's got to be a host. Yeah. Because like there was just little things he was saying that was just like. This is weird. Why is he not like he was talking to um, the woman he kills eventually, and he's like, "Oh, the reason why they talk so much is so because they're learning. Like that's how they learn is to keep talking." But he's keeps yeah. talking, and I'm like, "Oh shit! I think he's that, a robot." Yeah, so that was, was when like, I got that one too. Oh yeah, really? I was, yeah, yeah. I, that's like episode one or two or three or something like that. So I was yeah. like, I think I caught it a little early and was like, um, but I do watch a lot of shit so like usually picking up well, on plot threads like that i'm always like yeah i'm gonna pick that up pretty fast there's so. certain things when they really stand out like that that you're just thinking okay that has to be foreshadowing like they're mm-hmm. setting something yeah. up there what could they possibly be setting up oh obviously this is what they're setting up yeah i think my realization came when he picked up the picture in um ford's office and he was just he said like, i don't really see anything. Like anything to me yeah yeah, yeah. I remember like yeah. looking at that and, and then like seeing the picture for a brief second and it was two old white dudes. I was like, nah, nah, nah. Like, yeah. I just, yeah. But I didn't really like his, like, um, how he got killed in the end. I don't, I didn't like that. Like Dolores killing him and like having yeah. her, like, I don't know. I, that didn't really sail for me. I mean, it was basically suicide, right? Like it wasn't yeah. really Dolores killing him. Yeah. But um, can I talk about what I really hated? Sure. Go nuts. Okay. Maeve. I thought Fanny Newton did a fantastic job, but I do not, I do not understand how she had the power over those dudes or that one dude like she did and how she convinced them to let her change her programming and change the park. Like, what's the worst thing that's going to happen? You're going to lose your job? Like, who knows? It was was stupid, like, empty power plot shit and then as she kept getting more and more like power i was like how how she's done nothing how is she getting this is ridiculous i agree that wasn't written particularly strongly i wonder if that was an editing thing um or something like that but yeah i didn't think that that was particularly well done no it was like it was like they cut out an episode of how they can she convinced them to do that that being said mave's fucking scene where they walk her through design set to exit scene from or exit music from a film. Yeah. It was Harrowing. probably my favorite scene out of the whole season. Yeah. Well don't get me wrong. Part of the reason I was so mad is because she was such an awesome character. Yeah. Like it was just really disappointing because she was she had so much like potential, but she was just so shitty. Like yeah. her script was so shitty. 
Yeah, I, I, I feel the same way there. Uh, I'm, I'm with you on that one. So angry. Um, <laughs> did you notice all the little, uh, like, shout-outs to the video games that, like, they were referencing in the, the movie, Chris, or in the show, Christy? How do you mean? Like what? Well, there's, like, they were, um, when Jonathan Nolan was talking about, like, producing the show, he's, like, they were very influenced by a couple games, and, like, it was Bioshock, uh... And Red Dead Redemption are the two I can remember mm. right offhand. Oh. Um, to the point where actually the uh, the revolver that the man in black, like Ed Harris, is using mm-hmm. is the uh, ostensibly like the best revolver you can get in Red Dead Redemption, like the Lamar revolver. That's the gun he's using. I had no idea. Yeah. Hmm. So they're super influenced by video games because, like, obviously it's like a. It, it, it plays like. It's almost like real life GTA or real life mm-hmm. Red Dead Redemption at that point. That was probably what I thought was the most interesting, is that like, it, it played like... Because we've made fun of me for playing GTA before. <laughs> and I was like, <laughs> half the reason why I go, I'll go i go in there and do it is just to like rampage around and like blow shit up and like whatever. But then it's like that weird question of, like, would you do it in real life? Like, is that yeah. something you would want to go do? It was, um, it was... I don't know. I just really liked the concept of it. Because, yeah, would you? I mean, like, that's a really big question. If you could go and, like, do the... Would you do everything they did to the robots? Would you rape, pillage, and murder? Or would you be a good guy who just kind of, you know, did his own thing? I don't know exactly how I would handle that. Because it's, like, a weird, like, moral quandary. And I also don't want to say it out loud on a podcast. It's going on the internet. <laughs> I, I feel like I would have ended up being the good guy. Like, I don't really have any particular... I, I don't even... I kind of find, like, even just hunting distasteful. Um, mm. So I don't know that I would want to go around and, uh, uh, you know, kill even robots or whatever. So Yeah, I, I wouldn't be too. I'm curious, because I think I might be interested in going and, like at least taking a gun and going out there and seeing what happened just because like it's a video game like that's all it like i don't know if that disconnect is just me being desensitized or whatever but i'm just like i could see going in there and just like shooting shit up because why not like it's not like they're gonna be back the next day just like gta like i could run over 400 (laughs) fucking people and they're all just gonna respawn the next day so i'm fairly certain i would just end up in the brothel the whole time it's entirely well there is that too <laughs> but they make they make all of that stuff so with clementine yeah they make that stuff so scuzzy though like they're they're talking about i'm not sure which which uh host about they're talking about clean, cleaning out the semen or whatever well they're talking about like how she's got like giant like infections or like uh what do you call it um deposits or something like that yeah like deposits and like staff infection things <laughs> going on because of like yeah. how abused and gross they are at this point from like <laughs> all the weird like rapey shit happening in the park and stuff it's like Creepy. yeah that's kind of gross like they did play up that really well where you're like thinking to yourself like would i go do that because they play up like this is really kind of morally off-putting <laughs> to see how people just go in there and act towards these like human-ish things like yeah but they know they're not real so they're like totally fine with like yeah killing them raping them blah 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 like yeah whatever it's a very that, that strange was, that was one of the things that was really at the heart of the original story and movie and that was one of the things that i i really took away from that and uh and they definitely played that up in the show it's not like maybe the primary thing in the show but it's definitely one of the uh major themes yeah. yeah. Well, I don't know. Personally, I don't. I, I like to think that I wouldn't do anything awful, but um, I don't know. I like. Would you be tempted after a while? Depends on how many times you go. True. 
Yeah, see, I'm not sure if I would want to go. See, my thing is, like, I don't know if I'd want to go to Westworld. I'm wondering if one of the other ones would be more interesting. Because, yeah. like, the, the movie's got, like, different worlds, like, which I guess they're not going to touch on the TV show. But, like, um, there's, like, Future World and, like, yeah. something else. Medieval. Um, and they kind of hint at, oh, it's Rome, I think, was the other thing they yeah. talk about. Because they hint at it in the show where you see samurais and stuff like that. And I think you see yeah. some people dressed as centurions in the background of one of the facilities and that. Yeah, at the end, yeah. Yeah. I thought that was interesting. Like I was like, maybe Rome would be interesting, but I don't know if that would be something I'd really like want to get into. Rome would be. I I don't know. I wouldn't. I wouldn't really know where to go as a woman. Yeah. <laughs> well, they do that. Like they, they they white. Well, I don't say whitewash it, but they like kind of clean the history up for the the participants, kind of thing. Because yeah. there was that that one woman that that's like in the thing and just like is completely allowed to go and like get involved in the heist or whatever. Yeah. And they don't question the fact that she's a woman at all until, like, obviously everything starts going super sideways and she takes off. Or does she die? I can't remember now. Um, I, don't think, I don't think she died. But she just, like, she's in the thick of it like she's just yeah. anybody else. So, like, they program it so that they, anybody can do whatever they want. So yeah. there's no discrimination. So I think you would be fine in Rome World, Christy, if you really wanted to go wear a toga for a couple of days. <laughs> I would love that. Yeah. But while we're talking about the programming, that was one of the things I thought was pretty sloppy. And maybe this is me being nitpicky, but there were certain hosts that seemed to reset and have the same story every day. There were certain hosts that had like fucking weeks or months worth of stories and shit like that. Like how the fuck does all that work together? Like where you've got some stories that are like a couple of day or a day or a couple of days or something like that and others that like what William and uh, and his uh, soon-to-be brother-in-law or whatever go on where they're clearly out there for like Logan. fucking weeks or something. Yeah, Logan, where they're out there for weeks. Like, how do you know when to reset? Because clearly there's new people coming in all the time that are going to want to do stuff. How do you know when to bring those hosts back in even though they might be involved in a storyline out on the fringe or something like that? And yeah. that I felt was kind of kind of weird. Um, I don't know. Like, for me, I... I... I assumed, maybe it was wrong, that um, each host had only a finite amount of stories that they could participate in, and um, once they hit a like a place where they were no longer, um, you know, able to be. Uh, sorry, I'm, I'm just looking at something on the back in the background. Um, but once they were, you know, uh, they could follow a certain storyline. But once they weren't supposed to be there anymore, they would reset, or like there would be like because yeah. they could they could get things like. Um, um, they could send system uh, codes to say they were done a story, right? Because that's how they would get picked up. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, but I mean, for, like, there's a lot of interaction between them, though, right? Like, I, I feel like it would have had to have been, for it to actually work, I understand that the host can improvise a little bit. I feel like yeah. every single host should have the same length of story, regardless if you actually engage with them or not. It should be like every host has like a week of story or something like that, because otherwise you get one host that goes back and resets, but is supposed to interact with a host that's already three days into their story that's way the fuck away from Sweetwater now or some, something like that. But it, like I said, that maybe that's me, me just being nitpicky. My my question was like it was sim- like a weirdly nitpicky like kind of like how does this work kind of thing too. Where like if I walk into the town like and I'm like the man in black or I just have walked in, I'm a customer and I fucking kill everything in sight. Does that fuck up everybody else's experience for that week? Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like if I go in there and just like massacre every host I can see, yeah. 
because um, they can't kill me, right? Yeah. But you can kill them. So if you go in and just shoot everybody in the fucking head, yeah. Does that fuck up if like if somebody else is in there like or comes in like an hour after me? Are they just gonna walk into what is ostensibly like a killing field <laughs> where I've murdered three hundred fucking hosts, and now they're just yeah. sitting there like, well, we don't get to do anything because that fucking French asshole just killed all these fucking hosts already, <laughs> and now we gotta wait a week to reset them because he really made a mess. <laughs> we're gonna do it like go GTA style and do it right. <laughs> So that yeah. was the kind of stuff I was thinking about as I was watching. Like that doesn't. How the fuck does that work? Because like, like how long was Dolores gone with William? Like, did somebody else come in and not have that? They did not have that moment then. Like, does yeah, Teddy exactly. Show up at that point. Like, I don't know what happens. Does he just sit on the train and go through and go through and go through or whatever? Yeah. <laughs> there was some weird like plot stuff that was a little bit like disjointed, and I'm not sure if that was like. Again, it could have been an editing slash like timeline, like the way they were editing it together. It could be something where like you, maybe if you pieced it out it might actually make sense but it mm-hmm. if you're thinking about it the way that's shot or shown to you it's like yeah what the fuck happens then yeah so we yeah. talked about editing that that was one of my sort of weak points for the show there were some points where it was edited really poorly like they had fucking scenes that were split up between episodes mm-hmm. um yeah. like like the reveal um speaking of which that brings me to another one of my favorite characters that we haven't talked about yet that was uh elsie the like younger female programmer that ends oh, up getting yeah. killed about halfway through the season. Uh, was she was really good. Um, but uh, when she finds the transmitter, the first half of that scene is in one episode. The second half of that scene is in a different episode. It's totally fucking disjointed. There's no yeah. reason for them to split it up like that. Um, and there were other things that were like that too. And I was like, this is really weird. I don't know why they're doing it like this. I think, it was, I think because I binged it, I didn't really catch on that kind of yeah. stuff as much. Cause I was like, Oh yeah, I've just watched, I'm like, when I watch that kind of thing, I'm like this, I'm just watching a 12 hour movie at this point. Yeah. Why I would want to sit there and watch a 12 hour movie. I don't know, but that's kind of how I treat all these shows now. It's just, I'm going <laughs> to sit here and watch the whole thing. But even in that case, there's like 20 minutes and gap in this scene that, doesn't actually have a gap in it kind of thing yeah like basically like her and bernard in the office like she goes in shows them the transmitter 20 minutes later they're they go back and continue that scene talking about the fucking transmitter yeah, yeah. And, and the thing is where where it's a show like this where you're if you're gonna do something like uh messing around with timelines and that sort of thing like like, for instance, they did with Memento that Jonathan Nolan was really heavily involved with as well. The editing has to be spot fucking on. Yeah. Or else or else the effect of that is lost. And so that was one case, I think, where maybe it took me longer than it did other people to, to put together the William and the Man in Black was because I wasn't looking at this in terms of a show where I should really be attention, be paying attention to the order that things are told in. Yeah. Uh-huh. Well, they didn't, like, spell out the fact that the timeline, like, they were jumping around in time either. So, like, yeah. if you're not waiting for it, you're, like, at that point, a lot of what had come before would be you either having to piece it together or go rewatch it because, like, you're not picking that up. Yeah. Yeah, and I mean, that that is, that's a device that was, was used in pretty good effect here with the exception of the maybe editing, but is something that is becoming, I think, overused the the sort of like hey this is the same person in an earlier part of their life or something like that yeah and then we're not going to reveal it for 17 episodes or whatever yeah. like we're going to take our time and show you that like yeah this is being shot like out of order or like not shot but like edited out of, or like shown to you out of order so that yeah whatever yeah i'm getting kind of tired of that in terms of being used as like a plot device or storytelling device because it, it's 
it, it is getting used a lot, and a lot of the time it's not used very well. Yeah. But this time it was used pretty well. But yeah, I don't know. I'm uh, I'm I'm cool with like most of the choices they made in the show. I thought were I thought were pretty good. But yeah, there were definitely some plot holes that I think were done in the hopes that because you were enjoying the show enough, you wouldn't really care. Yeah. So I don't know. Yeah, I mean the stuff that I'm complaining about, I wouldn't say detracted massively from the season for me. I think it's still pretty solid overall. It's probably the best new show that I've watched this year, I would say. Yeah. I can't think of anything else that's like come out this year that actually got me to pay attention to it. So it kind of by default becomes that. Yeah. Well there was Luke Cage, but Luke Cage fell apart in the second half. Yeah. Yeah. But also like at that point like that but that's almost just an extension. It's not really new because yeah. it's an extension of the other MCU shows and Netflix shows. Yeah, exactly. It, yeah. It, it's it's still part of like to me. That's just one big series of stuff at this point. That like, yeah. Oh, it's a Marvel Netflix show. Like, I don't care what it is. I'm probably going to sit down and watch the whole fucking thing. One where like doesn't matter what character it is. Like, it could be Squirrel Girl, and I'd be like, Yep, I'm in. Mm-hmm. Fine, I'll watch twelve episodes of that because I know the, <laughs> the writing will be decent. And also because, like, if Anna Kendrick gets her way, she'll be the one who's playing Squirrel Girl, and uh, I'll watch her do a lot of stuff. (laughs) (laughs) Well, she wants to be Robin, eh? Like, yeah, she wants to be Carrie, uh, Carrie Kelly, Carrie Kelly. Yeah, yeah. I think she'd pull that off pretty well too. I'd watch her in that outfit. (laughs) Sure. (laughs) Mm, Green tights. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Oh, boys. Yep. All right, so do you guys have any other thoughts on Westworld? Well, I really I really liked the ending. I loved Ford yeah. at the ending. Um, I liked how excited um, Ed Helms' character... Ed Helms, what's right? <laughs> um, We're all having problems tonight, eh? This is becoming a new fucking dance Ed, Ed robot Ed dance thing, is, is that we fucking <laughs> refer to people as the wrong names. Yeah. Yeah. Ed something. Oh, Ed uh, something. Yeah, it's no, something Joe Joe Manginarder did. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Sophia Vergara's boyfriend, whose name we can't pronounce to this day, it's only been referenced seventeen times on the on the show. <laughs> Doing very well. Um, but no, I I really liked Ed Harris's um like the Man in Black's exit almost too when they were all running at him and he saw this joy on his face like oh my god it's actually happening yeah it's finally happening like <laughs> finally happening because. I thought that was interesting that all he wanted was for them to have some some semblance of sentience. Yeah. But I, you know? I don't know if it was that he wanted them to have sentience. I think it was just that he wanted a better game. Like, yeah. I don't think he really gives a shit about the hosts at this point. Like, I think he no. did back when he was William. But now that he's the man in black, he's basically just there because he's bored with the game and is trying to find a better oh, yeah. game. That's why I yeah. kept trying to find the... You know, I was really disappointed in the maze. I will say that. I yeah. wanted it to be, like, something... I mean, like, maze. I guess the maze was, like, the the basement that she'd found with all of the stuff with her and Bernard. But, um, <laughs> I will say, though... Sorry, I'm getting tired. Um, Keep keeping you up? No, I'm sorry, guys. I yeah. did really like Ford's, um his revenge even though it included his own death he did the same thing that bernard did like it was the suicide Mm -hmm. and i uh i really liked that personally yeah but yeah no i thought the season ended really strongly and uh i am definitely looking forward to uh to the next i'm 
I was a little annoyed by uh, Maeve going off and being like almost getting out and then being like, no, I have to go back for my fake daughter. Like, yeah, I much was, rather would have had. Weird. Yeah, I much rather would have had her actually like get out into the I world. Know. Get um, out. Explore the explore the world. Yeah, I am curious what they're gonna like. What's gonna ha- like? What they're gonna do next year? Because like, I'm not sure if they've written themselves into a corner per se, but like, it does feel like. Well, I think it's just gonna like, be fucking chaos, right? Yeah, but like, then what are they? Are they just gonna do two seasons? Because like, at that point, what happens? Or it's either that, or it just turns into the Terminator. Because like, yeah. yeah. Yeah, like, I don't know what happens after that, so... Yeah. Well, I mean, like you said, there, there are other parks and stuff that they could possibly reach out into later on as well, if, if it They've actively said on. they don't want to do that, though. Like, they don't want to touch the other theme parks yeah. or whatever. So, I'm like, if you're not going to do that, then what happens? Because you'd just be telling the same story again, where, like, the hosts, like, come alive or whatever, right? Or whatever yeah. they call it, wake up. Yeah. Yeah. I, don't know. Well, I mean, you I don't get know. you get like four or five seasons in, and they run out of story to tell here, or the, the ratings start slipping, or something like that. I could definitely see HBO saying like, "No, you're going to fucking Future World now," or something. Yeah. Yeah. I think what they'll do is they'll have another season in Westworld, and then they'll yeah they'll do what Tim just said and switch to a new world, but with different stories. Huh. Yeah. But I'm I'm kind of interested. It, I think it's cool that they're waiting until 2018 to release it. Like, what a build! Well, that's not really um, on by choice. It's just because yeah. like the Nolans are super busy, and I think Jonathan's yeah. got stuff lined up, and then a lot of the actors probably have stuff lined up. Like that's, I well, mean, like Game, Game of Thrones takes that long to produce as well. Yeah, the other big budget HBO series. Uh, it's really interesting because like they haven't really had like. They were kind of like, I feel like Westworld kind of like, I'm not sure if it's, I'm not going to say it saved HBO, but like after like with Game of Thrones winding down at this point, they didn't have another show kind of like lined up running that was going to be in that kind of like everybody's paying attention to the show spot. Mm-hmm. And like Westworld kind of came out of nowhere. Like, I, I mean, I knew it was coming, but like I didn't think it was going to hit that hard. So. Yeah. It was like um, the way Stranger Things, like, you didn't really, like, yeah, I was aware it was coming up, and then it just, like, released, and, like, suddenly everybody was fucking talking about it. Because mm-hmm. um, even people at work were like, are you watching Westworld? And I was like, yeah, but I'm, I'm going to, yes, but I'm going to say no so that I don't have to talk to you, so. <laughs> <laughs> I'm saving it, I'm going to binge it later. Like, I did that a couple times, so. You're just ridiculous. <laughs> you and your anti-socialism. Yeah, man. Uh, wait. No, I'm totally a socialist, but like I am antisocial. There is that. Yeah. I mean, I guess the only other one that would even come close is True Detective, although I haven't watched that and I understand it oh, sort of it fell off episodes. real hard. Watch the first season. I will, yeah. At some point I'm definitely going the to. The first season is like really spellbinding. Like it's a, such a good epi- like season of TV. Don't watch the second season. It is <laughs> Well, actually, you know what? If if you're having if you're having a really hard time sleeping, watch the second season because it will. <laughs> it is a tough kind of dull sit for some reason. In spite of the actors, it's crazy. Yeah, I'm just looking at the other stuff that HBO has in development. Apparently, they have a fucking Watchmen series in development. Really? Like our <clears throat> Watchmen? Like comic book Watchmen? Why? They just did like a four hour movie. According to Collider.com, HBO is meeting with Snyder to discuss a potential Watchmen TV series. I'd be more down with that than that shitty movie. What? Tim, Tim defended the movie. Great. I love no. Watchmen movie. No. That, that was that was Snyder at his best, I think. What? It was so bad. 
damning by faint praise again, Tim. Uh, come on. So bad. I fucking love that movie. What? The, I'll give you the opening credits. Real cool. I mean, I I fucking love Watchmen overall, but uh, and there were certain things that I wish that they had done in the movie that they didn't. Uh, but I that remains probably within my like top three or four comic book movies. Holy really? shit! Really? It's yeah. so bad. I don't care. I don't care what you say. I wouldn't say it's bad, but like, I don't think it's. I wouldn't say top five by a long shot. Yeah. Maybe what, I just whatever. hated it because I, I really didn't like the acting, and I thought I thought there were some parts that were kind of cool, but I hated the ending. And I mean, it might just be because it it played on so many comic book tropes and really sort of turned them on their head and took dark takes on them and that sort of thing. And I am so familiar with that world that it really resonated with me a lot. Because I mean, most of the comic book fans that I know would count that. In the, or at least superhero comic fans that I know, maybe not like indie comics and stuff like that, would count that amongst their like top five comic book movies. Yeah, we'll probably have to do an episode about top yeah. five comic movies at some time. But I'm thinking about it, and I don't think it would make it into my top five. It's pretty commonly like cited on like uh, internet lists and stuff like that as being in the top five as well. It is. I, I almost feel it's a little too like behooven to the source material in spots and then in spots it's not at all and it's just like it's i feel like the tone's a little uneven but i'm yeah. not saying it's a bad movie i'm not like i'm not like on christy like christy side where she hates it like i'm more yeah. like <laughs> I, I enjoyed it i still got to sit through the extended edition of it so there is that but i i, I like oh i've watched movie. yeah i prefer the extended cut for sure i went and saw it in theaters like i i didn't hate it i didn't come out of it like screaming at like whatever like stan lee to make it not happen like Spider-Man 3 did or something like that. <laughs> it wasn't that bad. But, yeah. So, Westworld. So, thumbs up, guys, like, overall, do you think? Oh, yeah. I really, I know we talked about it, but um, like Tim was saying, we were just being picky. I, I really enjoyed it. I thought it was my favorite show of this year, for sure. Mm-hmm. You think it compares favorably yeah. to the uh, to the rest of HBO stuff? Yeah. I... I mean, really, the main thing right now to compare it to would be Game of Thrones, and I would definitely still say I prefer Game of Thrones, but Game of Thrones has really strong source material. This has one movie of source material and is trying to stretch it into a much larger universe. Granted, it's doing it with a very strong writing team, um, but I don't think it's as strong as Game of Thrones, but still very good. I mean, for somebody to say it's not the best show on HBO still means it's probably better than 95% of what's on TV right now. Yeah, that's always the, uh, the 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 fun part about like the HBO shows. Like, even if it's like, yeah, it's not my favorite show. It's like it's still probably better than like what everybody else is watching on broadcast. So like, yeah, yeah they do they do they do quality work on that uh, on that network. Yeah, so. I'd probably say yeah. I'm sitting at like an eight out of ten on this season. Well, yeah, I I don't know. I really I I don't really think it's comparable to Game of Thrones because of the magnitude of Game of Thrones. Yeah. Like, did you hear um, George R. R. Martin wanted them to like have a medieval world and like use Game of Thrones actors in it, so that, like <laughs> ostensibly Game it's of people. Thrones could Game of Thrones could be happening, which would put it, leave him off the hook because that means the story is just like, <laughs> host getting killed, so it doesn't matter anymore. 
I think that's what he. I think that's what he said. But you know, he was like, "They should. You should do medieval thing and like bring some of the actors from that show in, so that everybody will think that Game of Thrones is just like a Westworld spinoff or some shit like that." I was just like, "That's that's pretty funny, actually." Yeah, I like that. I like that. Yeah. So. That's no. Oh. Don't pretend that I I would totally go to a Game of Thrones Westworld. So you would go to that, but you wouldn't go to Westworld Westworld? Oh, I didn't say I wouldn't go to Westworld Westworld. I'd be more interested in the Game of Thrones Westworld. Because that's my last question is, like, would you go? Like, if Westworld was a thing and you could afford it, because apparently it's super expensive, would you go? Yeah, I'd go. Yeah. Um, If if it was between that and Disney World, I'd probably choose Disney World because I prefer (laughs) Wholesome. But I think I'd go. Hmm. But I'd be really hesitant about um, going onto the fringe. Yeah. yeah, but you're 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 a guest. You can't be hurt, right? Like that's the whole point. Like you're thinking about it from the host perspective, where they can get like fucking murdered and raped and raped and murdered and then True. fucking murdered and raped again. Like, yeah. you're invincible ostensibly, <laughs> right? So for me, it yeah. would depend a lot if it's properly functioning Westworld. Rather than yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know the Westworld that we're actually seeing on the show, like if it was a Westworld that I didn't have to worry that fucking the hosts were going to come awake and realize that they'd been murderated eight million times, then yeah, then maybe. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, but I always had the same question: like, would you want to go to Jurassic Park? Like, <laughs> I don't know, man. But, like, does the risk outweigh the reward of seeing a dinosaur? <laughs> I don't know. Jurassic Park, yeah, that one's tra- that one's a different can of worms. Yeah. I don't think I, I mean I'd want to go to Jurassic Park in like Jurassic. I'd want to go to the most recent Jurassic Park. Jurassic sure. World fell apart pretty spectacularly too, though. So <laughs> maybe even worse. It yeah, did, but you know what? I shit got really those, hairy. They had some bulletproof glass balls you could wander around in. And I thought those were pretty cool. I don't know, man. The Indominus Rex made short fucking work of that. Yeah. No, it wasn't even. It was the fucking Stegosaurs that fucked those things up. Oh, that's right. It was. Yeah. But he 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 finished the job pretty pretty well. So. Yeah. But anyway. <laughs> um. Awesome. So we're all good to go. How I you guys think feeling? so. It's like our yeah. shortest episode in like months. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. Weird. We're still been recording for like two hours. Well, we got forty five minutes in the first one and an hour hitting the second one, so we're good to go. <laughs> Ah, uh, awesome. All right, everybody. Thanks for listening. Uh, you can subscribe to the show on iTunes, Stitcher, or the Google Play Store. Uh, give us a like on our Facebook uh, at facebook.com slash Podcast. You can follow us on Twitter at DRD underscore podcast. Or you can send us an email and tell us your thoughts on Westworld and Jurassic Park and Christie's racism. What? That's what we want to hear about <laughs> primarily. No. Uh, yes. Uh, email is dancerobotdancepodcast at gmail.com. One of us will probably check it at some point, so we will reply <laughs> to you. Uh, I don't know if anybody actually has checked it recently. <laughs> eh, it's been a they'll while. look at it one day and they'll listen no. to these and be like, haha, remember when they had no listeners? And we'll be like, yes, remember nope. now we have like 300. Yeah. yeah. No, no, no emails. Well, apparently, a- apparently Dropbox updated their terms of service, so we should, we should check yeah. on that. Check that, guys. Yeah. I, got, I got that in my, my real Dropbox, so that's fine. Guys, guys, send us an email, please. Yeah. We love you. Please send us an email. <laughs> that's why we get tons of Facebook comments from my mom, so that's fantastic. That's true. That's true. <laughs> oh, did I tell you she like, listened to the episode like, right before we recorded this episode and asked me, remember you said something like after we cut? Yeah, a little chunk of the episode. You said you came right back and said something about her. <laughs> yeah, 
she was like, what did he say? And I was like, actually nothing. And I was like, it was all horseshit, but I left it in because it was super funny. And I knew somebody was going to say something about it. Like, it was either going to be her or my brother were going to say some horseshit about it. Super funny. I don't think I can ever meet your family now, Mark. No, probably not. I know. I'd be a little nervous to meet them, too. That's all right. Um, All right, guys. Thanks for listening. Uh, Tim, say goodnight. Goodnight, Tim. All right. Christy? (laughs) Good. Good night. I don't know why that was so hard for me to say. Are you, having, are you that tired are, that you're having trouble guys, speaking? I'm so at this tired. Point? Yeah. I think Christy's a host and she's malfunctioning. Uh, 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 I don't see any problem with that. Uh, <laughs> that doesn't look like anything to me. No, it doesn't look like anything to me. Damn it, I quoted something wrong. <laughs> Somebody shoot her and get her reprogrammed. Ah. <laughs> ah. All right, guys, good night. Good night. Good night. You sex me up. You sex me up good. You sex me up. You sex me up good.